0: Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to A Canuck and A Jersey Girl. This is Sheila and Maria, and we are, again, talking about all things Vanderpump. I have Maria here, and Maria really wanted to go over something um, that was on her mind. So I'll let you take over first rather than getting into things.
1: Oh, thank you so much. Okay. So I woke up today not regretting anything I said last night, but I feel like the situation, especially in regard to Lala's response to Tom uh, Sandoval, I think that we should dissect it a little bit. And I also think that I wanted the listeners to understand that I think when you go through something like Lala, you could end up being the way she's acting. And you you also can heal from it. And I think get to a place where I'm at now, where here I am having some empathy for the guys. Like I said yesterday, I'm like, oh, I sound like Lisa Vanderpump. I don't want anyone to think who's listening or who follows my Instagram to think like, oh, she's never dealt with anything like this. She doesn't know what it's like to know a narcissist. She doesn't know what it's like to have someone cheat on her or with her friend. And it's actually quite the opposite. And I, I wanted to... I felt a little guilty because even though I feel strongly about my opinions about Lala, I think that some of what she said could have been valid had she delivered it in a different way. And I think that we should talk about, cause this is like a serious topic in general. Some of what she said, I think we need to dissect it. So like I'll start by like what I, you know, and you feel free to jump in and whatever. Sure. Okay. So like I said, I thought that Lala, the way she spoke to Sandoval right off the bat and said, you know, he's going to be Randall 2.0 and he, you know, he's dangerous. He's like, and you could see the hatred she has for him. I remember not that long ago feeling that same exact type of anger, even towards my own family member Uh who I thought showed the same signs as say my ex and thought oh no he's going to end up being this dangerous you know horrible narcissistic person and like i carried around that anger and i also felt like i needed to protect people from going through what i went through so right. i wanted to just give her a little bit of credit just for that what she went through and what she's saying it does make sense it's just her it, a lot a lot of her issue is her delivery Yeah, I would agree with that. I think. Yeah. So, So, okay. I'm going to use an example. I don't know if in Canada, I think you guys did know about this. Do you remember what happened to Gabby Petito? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So when that happened, which I believe was 2021, I believe Mm -hmm. it was exactly two years ago. When that happened, I was midway through my healing journey on what I personally have gone through in my life, which I won't fully get into it. But when I saw um, Gabby Petito's ex-fiance, I'm blanking on his name right now.
0: I forgot his name as well. Okay.
1: When I saw him on the, the police footage, and I saw how he acted and then they interviewed her friend and her friend talked about how he took her ID and hid it because he didn't want her to, basically she, basically he showed all the signs of being a very dangerous narcissistic person, a very, a very dangerous person. Brian and laundry, I... laundry or something, Brian laundry. Brian laundry that's yeah. it. Yeah. So when this happened, I took to my personal Instagram and I was posting things, sharing things. I mean, for a good month. I mean, like the way I make my reels with this, I was doing that on my personal account. And it's because it was my, I think, I think what happened to Gabby Petito and a lot of people, even my own mom said, oh, she reminds me of you, like the, you know, the blonde, petite, sweet. And I think it actually set me backwards. And I was kind of la- not lashing out, but I felt that anger towards like any man who showed any inkling of being that type of person because she was correct. You can be dangerous if you're a narcissist. You absolutely can turn into someone dangerous. So, like I wrote down here, Gabby Petito, because like what happened to her, it is very possible that actually happens to women every day. I think there's a statistic in the United States that three women, i don't quote me, I think it's three women a day are killed by their partner or ex partner.
0: And it's like that in Canada as well. I'd say oh, it's, really? It's a big okay. Statistic. okay. Yeah, it's awful. Right. It's awful. Right. What's it called? So, Panticide or something? Or uh, feminine? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. Uh, it's it's terrible. Right,
1: right. So, so like, she made a valid point that if Tom continued to go down this path, he could at some point, let's say they plan to never tell Ariana, or he just kept going down this path. And, you know, some men, um, you know, when I wrote down another name, I wrote down Chris Watts. Do you know who Chris Watts is? No, I don't. So this was in, I want to say, 2018, and I want to say it was in Arizona. And he had no history, no criminal history, no history of being any type of like narcissist, oh, nothing like he that. The guy he was with the
0: whole family.
1: He he you put girls? his his two daughters oh, in the oil tanks. Okay, so oh, he's I a, hate that story. Right. Well, he's an example of somebody who. Was obviously narcissistic. He did all that just to be with this other woman. He thought if he just got rid of his old life, he could continue with a new life. Um, And so, so my point with bringing up these two names is that it is possible she was not totally wrong for a narcissistic person to become highly dangerous and I personally know that firsthand I will never get into it on this podcast but I do know what that feels like and I have gone through my own journey and I believe I have healed um but I'm not sure so another thing I was thinking about was am I healed or am I going backwards because the old me five years ago kept making excuses kept feeling empathy for a certain person who was in my life kept feeling like, you know, like, like, oh, that poor person they're going through that, you know, they have addiction problems, they have this, they have that. And like, maybe I could have done this differently. And so I thought to myself, wait a minute, is it a good thing that I am feeling empathy for these men, mostly Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz, but mostly I'm talking about Tom Sandoval, or did I go backwards and I need more I need to to go to therapy again, or I need some sort of like healing. I don't know. And I want your opinion on that in a second. Um, But I just, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I just feel, I just feel empathy because I think that Tom's situation, even though he isn't, I do believe he's a narcissist. You said you don't think he is that he has narcissistic qualities, which you could probably be right about that. I don't think that he has the potential to be dangerous, but we don't know that he, he might be. I don't know. I just thought it was unfair for Lala to take him down like she did, because as far as we know, as viewers, he's never shown any signs of being dangerous. But maybe we just don't know about it. But then here I like I brought up Chris, Chris Watts. He never showed any signs and he murdered his whole family, including his pregnant wife. So I, I don't know. I just wanted to make sure that the listeners and anyone who follows my Instagram knows that I do think it's possible. I think, oh, I know what I wanted to say. I think the people who don't agree with us, the ones who are like completely polar opposite, I think the reason they're all so angry and like rooting Lala on is because they there is so much, there is so much in our country. I feel like Australia is another place that like I've heard of a lot of you know I think that all over the world this is a very important topic of a narcissistic person who becomes abusive and although we don't know that Tom was abusive so that's like another thing like but they could become dangerous I think all the people who are backing Lala up feel the way I felt when everything happened with Gabby Petito I was like I mean, I would pounce on anyone like I would, I was really honestly, I was in therapy for a good year and a half after what I had personally gone through. And I became very angry, not even just at the men, even like my mother, like I just was angry at anyone that showed any sign of that because I would not that I thought my mom was dangerous, but like, I was literally upset at anyone in my life who I felt triggered me. And then I would automatically think, oh my God, like you are like, you're a narcissist. Like you're like, and that's it. And it just was a down spiral. And I think that's what is happening to Lala right now. I think she's not fully healed. She's nowhere near being fully healed. And she's lashing out on Sandoval. And I think she's, she has no rights. Raquel has nothing to do with someone being narcissistic or abusive or anything. Like, I think these are like, so many separate situations so the way she is to Raquel I personally think she has no no right to be the way she's ever acted towards Raquel before or after this
0: yeah yeah but but with
1: Tom I'm sorry with Tom I I get where she's coming from and I wanted to make it clear that even though I do not like her because of mostly the way she She's too vulgar for me. It's her personality is too vulgar for me. Even how she talks to her own mom like the one scene where she was like, "Oh, oh we, bu- yeah. we bumped yeah. peepees." You know how she said that to her mom, "We bumped." Can you imagine saying that to your mother? Well, then her mother's reaction was like if my mom like, didn't thought, so, that would Yeah, enough. so it's, yeah. it's just her personality is just too much for me and I also just don't like how she lashes out at people when she's far from innocent, but I wanted to clarify and it was making me feel so upset all day that I do get I think she's in a, I think she's in a trauma response. And I think that's where that all came from.
0: Well, I think, I think you can definitely identify with that. And I think that, you know, a lot of the viewers are also feeling that identity with, with Lala, like standing with her because they've experienced their own things. And I will say that as somebody who works in mental health, and I don't often talk about that, um, but, you know, I have said before that it is shocking the, um, crimes against women often that I hear about. Um, Mm -hmm. and I obviously will not go into any detail or anything like that, but I have said that before because there is a huge, huge, um, kind of unmentioned uh, kind of taboo like we hear about it a little bit and the statistics themselves are staggering but what actually goes on behind closed doors is even more shocking and so yeah it's a huge problem out there and I understand that and I understand that a lot of women have been through these horrible things and I think that in a sense I think there's kind of a sisterhood that's developed like we kind of look at it as mob mentality um because I do think it has crossed the line in a lot of ways, but I also look at it as kind of people are finding, you know like a sisterhood in each other in the things that they've gone through and the experiences that they've had. Now that being said, um, I don't think Tom Sandoval is in the same category as some of those people now could he ever get there? Maybe who knows? and and I think that that, Could be said about anyone in any situation, right? Like, we don't know what circumstances, what vulnerabilities people would have um, that could potentially lead to that down the road. I think that's kind of a stretch. But what that tells me with Lala is that she is living in extremes. And sometimes when you're not healed and you're dealing with those things, you're kind of black and white thinking, right? There's no gray areas. And I can attest to that from my own things when I went, um, I've mentioned this before, but. When I had my daughter and I struggled after that because I had a my daughter is very premature. I had her at seven months and I spent a lot of time in the NICU. And anyone who spent time in the NICU knows that it's not it's not always the most fun place to be, obviously. Um, you see a lot of things that you that stay with you. And for me afterwards, I had a really hard time pulling myself out of that mindset afterwards that there's still good people in this world, but what that told me was that one, I wasn't healed. Two, I was suffering from a trauma response, absolutely. And three, um, when you go into a state of either anxiety or if you're depressed, then you you do think in extremes. Oftentimes, there's no like there's no gray areas there. It's either things are terrible or they're okay. And so I think you're absolutely right. I think that she is not healed right now, it seems like. Obviously, I don't know these people, so I can't say for sure. But what we're seeing is that she is taking that information that she has about Randall and kind of casting it onto all these other people. And she's being activated and triggered. And the emotional part of her brain, we know from the trauma response, is reacting in a way that Is angry and aggressive, and you either go into fight or flight or faint or fawn. Um, depends on what your you know stress trauma reaction is. She's obviously going into fight now. What that tells me is that you know that trigger is happening, and that logical part of her brain is not online, it's offline, and um. She's not seeing Tom Sandoval as Tom Sandoval. She's seeing Randall as Tom Sandoval. And so I think you're right there. I think there's a lot of correlations that she's making there. Now that being said, um, I don't think we can also bury our head in the sand and say that a lot of men are don't do things that warrant these reactions, but there are a lot of good men too. And I think that sometimes that gets lost because um, you know, so many, there's so many horrendous things that happen, um, you know, that we hear about statistically. And we sometimes forget that there is still a lot of good people out there. Now, when we're only seeing the bad, I think that that's when we have to recognize that maybe something is happening because like maybe there's some healing to do or what have you, because not everybody is the same. There are good people out there, but I understand what you are saying. And I think as much as Lala gets under my skin and I am with you 100% on all of those things like I find her obnoxious I find her to be like so in your face but if we're extending compassion to Tom you're right we do have to extend some compassion her way too because I do think she has been through a lot with Randall and I do think she is in a healing state and I don't know I don't know where she's at but it makes sense
1: when you brought up the Nick you it reminded me of what she said in the Hulu um, documentary. I still haven't watched the whole thing. I still oh. haven't passed the first 40 minutes, but she talked about how, so a lot of men, if they are, if they are going to be like this and they are going to be dangerous, a lot of times it does happen right when you have kids and like when you're, to be you're overloaded, kid, you're, you're like, stressed. Well, well,
0: So a lot of men
1: who are like that do not handle that well. They do not like the attention being put on a baby, which is so sick. It's taken away from their attention. But I know that Lala. um, It's that, but
0: can I just stop you for one sec? It's that, but it's also a lot of those men do not have good coping uh, mechanisms. They're often very neurotic and they're often very anxious people. Um, Not always, but sometimes mm-hmm. so they they don't have a good stress response so when stress happens and when they're overloaded with having a new baby where you're getting no sleep everything is disrupted in your life yes the attention is placed on them which is part of it um but it's also the their their ability to handle stress and a lot of those men are not wired that well to do that mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. when we talk about that fragile sense of self and all of those things Um, but it overwhelms their resources and they implode and the relationship is either good or
1: it's bad. Well, so she had mentioned in the documentary that she was nursing her baby, so she had just had Ocean. I I think she had just come home with Ocean and she said that he was being awful to her right after she had the baby, which I wasn't shocked at. That is Mm -hmm. typical for somebody like him. It is very typical um, for them to make you more upset when you're stressed and tired. And I just know this from therapy. I know this from all I've read. Well, I've been kn- bona fide narcissist. Like right. he actually and I, haven't, I haven't had a child. So I, this didn't, this part did not happen to me, but I have a feeling it would have had. I had a child with an ex-partner. Right. Um. But so she said that he said something to her that just at that point, she had had it. And she said that she whispered to him, Don't forget, I'm still the bitch that you met years ago. Don't think you're going to whatever she said to him. And he came downstairs a little while later and he said that was so hot. Like he liked that she now he's denying it in the in from what I've read. He's denying that he would ever think that something like that is hot. But why? what is why would she make that up? And then I remember also hearing her on somebody else's podcast that Randall had. So I do love that she's sober. I want to give her credit for that, too. Um, So. Yeah, and oh, I know in our other podcast, I had mentioned that I don't drink. It is not just to clarify. It is not because I ever had an issue with alcohol. It's because I was around I was around it. And I um, I also don't like how it makes me feel. But um, that's the reason I don't drink is because of what I've seen it do to other people um so I just try to steer away from it but anyway um he had made a comment that oh Lala used to be fun now she's boring or whatever and it's because she's sober and that is so horrible that he said that so I feel like she has gone through because sometimes it doesn't have to be outwardly dangerous for the person to actually become dangerous or be dangerous um even like having you monitored Like that, uh, that I do know what it feels like to be monitored. And um, like that is, I'm sure, well, she did talk about that, that he monitored her. He had people watching the house. Um, He knew that she left. He had the assistant go and check and like he knew because he was watching her. And like, that is very scary and that is very dangerous. And so I, all these things that she went through, I understand why she thinks that Tom being so secretive could make him be potentially the Randall Uh 2.0. I think if she changed her tone, and I think I said this last night at the end, but like I didn't emphasize it enough. I think if she was a little more sympathetic, like I don't want to see you turn into someone like Randall. Like if she had said those exact words nice and calm, I feel like it would have been received by him and everyone else so much better. And I think maybe inside she really is just furious at him because he's to her another Randall. And I, I'm so glad that Lisa jumped in because it is not fair to paint him as that person, even though it's possible, because he looked the most sorry of all of them. He He's the only one who looked very sorry. The rest of them, like we said about Sheena, she pretended like no one ever did anything to Raquel and she, she was fed all these lies. Like, no, they were mean to Raquel. They always were mean to Raquel, and this They're season was no different. Just because Raquel made mistakes now doesn't mean that they were they were all angels and Raquel was the monster the whole time because that's just not how it was. But Tom looked now. People are saying he faked it. People, and this is another thing. People saying how horrible he looked. Even Ariana and um Lala, maybe Lala didn't say it, but Ariana, am I correct about this? When he walked in, she said he he looks like shit. Right.
0: I I don't know. I don't I don't remember that somebody
1: said I'm pretty sure it was Ariana who said that. And this is the thing. So one of my friends texted me that too. Did you see how horrible he looked? And I was like, well, okay, he's damned if he does. Imagine if he strolled in looking like a million bucks. Yeah. He would have been viewed even more as like the demon. Like he he looks exactly how he should look for what has happened. And it makes me actually feel more like a human connection to him. Like he's more like, oh, that makes sense. The whole world hates you. You did something bad. I I say this all the time. There's something else going on with him. Some sort, I believe a substance. He does not look healthy. He looks sick. He looks yeah. miserable. And I, like, he looks exactly how he should look for everything that has happened. And I know he's posting on social media Uh, you know now because they already filmed the reunion so this everyone's forgetting this was filmed six weeks ago or five weeks ago he's Mm -hmm. like you know doing his band thing and what is he gonna do like for the rest of his life just hide is that what they all have to do just hide for the rest of their life like I just think I think lines were crossed that probably shouldn't have been crossed yet and I think even though they're all so mad at him he he's the only one and I know he's the one who did the most horrible thing. So it's people probably thinking like, well, what do they have to be sorry about? But I don't know. I just don't think James had any right to say any of what he said. None of it.
0: I don't think any of them had a lot of room to to say mm-hmm. what they were saying. But I also think that this is very much a pattern of all of those group of people is that when they are done, and it usually stems from Katie Maloney, um, when they are done with people, they are done with people. And the way that they treat them, when they are done with them, is mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know. Like this whole situation, as I said um, last night, and and I agree with everything you have said, and I think there are multiple layers to this and considerations, and I think people are coming with their own baggage and different things that they're working through, um, Lala specifically, James as well, because I think he's still madly in love with Raquel. Um, but I don't I- think it's
1: just that he's madly in love with her. I think it's also that, and I'm pretty sure I said this yesterday, his whole little plan backfired, it and backfired. he's a narcissist. He's a yeah. narcissist, replacing the woman, pretending like she never cared. When you know she left you because you were an alcoholic, yeah, piece of crap to her. He yeah. was horrible to her. I don't care what anybody says. He was horrible. I know what it's like to date an alcoholic. I know what it's like to have someone speak to you when they're drunk and say sick things to you. Like he, he, he thought that he was going to come into the season, and he did. In that, he did. He did actually, and, and and he never expected that she start dating Tom Sandoval. His whole plan of making her, of rubbing it in her face, and her being like a little, you know, having no confidence. Like you know how he said in that one scene. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. He said, "I, I mean, you've changed. I mean, I don't know if it's good or bad. Like you, you, yourself. I don't know you anymore." And she was like, "Yeah." Like he never expected her to suddenly have all that confidence. Well, what's and-
0: interesting? Um, sorry, did you have another?
1: No, I interrupted you. It's fine.
0: No, it's okay. Um, One of the things that I wanted to say was um, one of the theories that I posted about today about this bombshell that's going to be dropped is that um, there are rumors going around that they actually started dating at Coachella. You've probably heard this one. Um, But that Tom and Raquel made the agreement to break up with their significant others and she broke up with James and he did not with Ariana. And so... It changed everything.
1: Two Coachellas ago then.
0: I guess so. I guess like or maybe one. I don't know. But that she ended the engagement because she was already in a relationship with Tom and that was the plan always going forward. And he didn't do it with Ariana. And so all of this was planned and she's gotten all the wrath of like being this other woman, but she actually ended her relationship and kept up her end of the bargain. Um, but he did not. Now, one thing I just want to say before getting into that theory is that I actually, in the, um, in the reunion show last night, I, I lost, and I know this is going to sound terrible. I know this is going to sound terrible, but I lost a little bit of Love for Ariana last night, and I don't know if it is. I know, I know, it sounds terrible because she. No, can no, no. no I'm not however, joking, I just wanted to
1: okay. waiting to hear why I'm
0: she can react. To- however, she wants to this, but I see so much coldness. And again, I would be probably so angry and feel the exact same way, but I would still never ever if I saw people that I once care about hurting the way they are hurting and piled on with the world against them I would not continue to hit and hit and hit when they are down I would walk away from it I would distance myself from it but I would not go for the jugular and that's me I don't know maybe I'm
1: Uh, maybe I'm crazy with that
0: but I just it's I don't think
1: I don't think you're crazy, but I do. Th- okay, I don't ever want to take away from what Ariana's mad about. No, I don't either.
0: I don't either. There's no right yeah. way to deal with it. No, but I think
1: I... one thing. Sorry, I just want to say one thing.
0: Mm-hmm. One thing is that we are also six or eight weeks into this versus when they filmed this reunion show. I was just about and to so, say that. Yeah, yeah, we're all over it right now. We're kind of getting to that point where we're we're kind of moving on from it. So to see them that mad, I think doesn't make sense for us right now. I mean.
1: I- I'm not moving on from it. I didn't I I don't feel that way. I just think that you're right. So this was filmed uh, March 23rd or 29th. I think Mm -hmm. the 23rd, Uh, whatever the date was, it was a while ago. And so I think at the time, they only had a few weeks to gather their emotions. So I do understand why Ariana is so angry, because that was her friend. So Raquel kept if If this theory is true, which I don't know if I believe that theory, uh, it's possible, but I think if anything, maybe they had an emotional affair because if we're talking about it started at Coachella, so they, they broke up in 2021, right? So Coachella, so it was two Coachellas ago, so that means they've been dating for two years like, uh, and so she stayed with James and was cheating on James with Tom for those last six months before. I know she did say they weren't having sex, which makes sense. Oh, I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't Have know. I, I, I lost my train of thought because that is just something that I. Sorry, and
0: I cut you off. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. It's okay. So she kept to her end of the bargain as far as if this is true, that she broke up with James but I, I mean, she got closer to Ariana than she ever was, so that part does not make sense, and that's why I don't know about that theory. Because she was, I believe, in the past from 2021 to now is when she got closer. I believe she genuinely cared about Ariana. I don't think she was pretending to care about Ariana, and I don't think that she and Tom planned for this to happen. I think it was the perfect storm with this, with the, with what was going on in each of their lives, and. As I said to you personally today in our inbox, um, although I've never actually cheated with anyone, I never, you know, did anything like that. I was tempted once. And I can tell you that the person was such a handsome, um, older, like I was so flattered that it really made, oh, my confidence was skyrocketed. And I, that alone can make you go for it, even though I stopped myself, but People, like I said yesterday, people think it's like black and white. I think she was feeling so bad about herself for so long from dating someone like James, which is so relatable because he is a narcissist. I don't care that everyone thinks he's this king now, number one guy in the group. No, he talks not. about himself in the third person. He's a narcissist. I don't nurse. even care about that. Yes, <laughs> but I just think he's just a clown. He is a clown. And because he's he's funny, he makes me laugh. He makes me laugh too. He's entertaining. I think he's, he has gotten very, very handsome, but he is a clown and he is not a good guy and he does not treat women the way he should. And he, unless he really does some work, I don't think he ever will change. Maybe I'm wrong about that. Um, And I don't think he deserves this number one guy in the group title. He doesn't. I don't think Andy
0: was serious about that, was he?
1: No, 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 I'm not talking about Andy. I know Andy was joking, but everyone who... Right now, people think that Lala and James, who, the Bravo fans, however many think that... Have won the season. I would say half of them think that they're the two people that are so, you know, you know... Oh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. King and queen of the show, and... You know, it's just, it's really not, it doesn't make me happy at all. Like, I don't think he deserves that title. I think that because they had an affair, now everyone else gets to pretend that they're all these sweet angels and, you know, and they're these horrible people that they had in their life. It's very bad that they lied. It's very bad they did this under everyone's nose. But like we talked about yesterday, we already discussed where we think Tom was coming from. Like he felt stuck and I, um, it's not okay. He should have just ended it with her, but like Uh he told Schwartz, I don't know. I still love her. He was confused. Like, I just, I just feel like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I, I can't just sit here and act like everyone else is just so amazing. And, 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 you know, and even Ariana, Ariana's her life is like you know skyrocketing like crazy and like she's got all these deals she's in commercials now and she's her Instagram full of all the things she's promoting and it's like okay good for her except she also made mistakes in the relationship she also lied and I'm sure that we will find out more things I'm sure there's more to come um and you know Oh, I started to say it was like the perfect storm. I went off on a tangent. But like Raquel was in a place where that attention from Tom, uh-huh. Uh-huh. she's also very young. She yeah. she also is emotionally behind, I think, because of, of things in her life. And so, so it made her, it helped her feel so good about herself, which is a drug in itself. Totally. When you, when you, you know, and then with Tom, he explained it perfectly. He felt like he lost his mojo he turned 40 and like he just felt depressed and then all of a sudden he had this high of what of what happened when he kissed Raquel and slept with Raquel whatever which is funny
0: though because he said the same thing when he met Ariana was that she brought his mojo back and he was depressed with Kristen and they were always fighting um so it was almost the exact same conversation many many years ago I know um and so, yeah, I agree with you. I think you know uh, Raquel. Well, was- it doesn't
1: sound like you agree with me because you just said that he said that already. So now it's like I was just about to say. So, do you think that what he said was a lie? Because I don't actually remember him talking about the mojo thing with Ariana no. and Christian. I, I just agree
0: with you just in the sense. I agree with you in the sense of I think he was good looking and he was somebody of status and Raquel kind of never really had a place on the show so that was what I was going to say I agree with I agree with the fact that you know this this older guy came in who was not afraid to go to bat for anybody Um, he was always like that and he was a strong personality on the show he was one of the number one people so I think it is not um, that out of left field for her to have been excited by that and to pursue that and for him to have given her attention and for her to have liked it Um, with Tom. And I, and this is what I, I mean, when I have been referring to season three, I saw so many parallels of those same conversations. I know some people have posted about that, but it was literally verbatim word for word. And it was him talking about how he had lost all of his mojo and basically that he was depressed and that you know she did something different to him and this this is how he felt so it was very very similar um I don't know uh what was the part that you think I disagree on
1: well no not that you didn't that you disagreed but I was making the point that like I thought that he explained himself perfectly that like he felt like he, ha- you know, turning forty is hard. It is, I know, because I turned forty last year. And but he could uh, have
0: two life crises, like I. You're not. I noticed. was just
1: about to say to you. So, do you think it's impossible that maybe that he really both times really yeah. felt that? No, like, I, I mean, don't Kristen think that's Kristen impossible. Was sli- Kristen was sleeping on the couch, and you know, like they were not having sex. They both that's been right. open about like all that stuff. So, no, I just think that it was the perfect storm for both of them in a way. I feel like they probably think they saved each other they in different probably ways. Do. Yeah. And then, and now, and now, because, because she happened to be so close with Ariana and that yeah, part she really did herself a disservice by staying so close to Ariana because that makes her look evil. That's something I could never do or be tempted to do is to, to no, be doing something, so to be yeah, to be doing something with a guy, and then be around the woman and talking to her and hanging out with her and crying with her and 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 lying to her face. That I can't, I cannot get on the same page with that, and it doesn't make sense to me. I don't understand that part of it. I can't, I can't find one way to defend her when it comes to that. But what I can say is that just because I don't think I would ever do that doesn't mean it's a, it's impossible possible. Like I'm sure a lot of people, I mean, honestly, my I hope my mom doesn't care. She'll probably never listen to this podcast. My dad, um, my dad dated my mom's friend before he married my mom. And they were best friends, and they're actually still best friends. They didn't talk for a little while. Um, but like it does happen. Uh nobody was cheating though. That's the difference. There was no cheating. Um so it, it's a little different. But um you know I just think that Raquel might actually be sorry. And I think Tom might actually be sorry and no one's going to believe him. And, and they're just going to attack him and basically use him as the punching bag and uh, the scapegoat for all all of the things they have done. And like, they can just, oh, what we d- look what you did. You did this horrible thing. We're not talking about anything we've done. Just like, did you see when uh, there was a, a, I have to watch it again, but there was a conversation between Katie this may have been on the on on the extended footage that maybe I saw a clip of it, but Katie had said apparently to Sheena, I think, or to somebody that she felt that it wasn't right that Lala was being so close to Sheena with how Sheena was treating Katie. and Katie had said if if this was her treating you this way and I was still talking to her, you sh- Lala would have was that on the regular reunion?
0: Yeah. So that was on there last night and they, there was,
1: yeah. So they, they skimmed over it, but like, I feel like it's true. And then, and you saw Sheena's face because it's, it is true. And what Sheena did was not okay. I mean, she was really antagonizing the situation with Katie and all that. And like we said Uh yesterday, she backtracked pretending that, oh, gosh, nobody really was bullying Raquel. Like, it was a total lie. Like, I feel so stupid. But she should have said what Charlie said. Charlie didn't regret sticking up for Raquel because she thought at the time she deserved to have someone stick up for her. Uh She didn't know that Raquel was doing these things, but I don't know. I just feel like all these other things went under the radar and um, it is never okay for everyone to gang up on one person especially when they've all committed their own crimes and I just yeah I just felt we needed to open up this topic about because I don't want people to to get the wrong idea that because Lala wasn't totally wrong and you do have to be careful with someone who's a narcissist they can become very dangerous and um but it, I think it, that other I factors- think that narcissist is thrown around
0: a lot and i think that we have to be careful there too i think that people have narcissistic qualities but unless we're actually fully diagnosing them as a narcissist i think we have to be careful of that um so do i think that tom has things that he does absolutely that could fall into that category yes i don't know that he is fully a narcissist um I don't know I don't think anyone really knows that the answer to that but I think that a lot of things that Lala is feeling due to her residual feelings from her past relationship are being Mm -hmm. cast onto him now Randall seems like he could be a narcissist again I don't know Um, well you
1: said before he's a full-blown narcissist
0: I did I did because if the and I think you're right some of the crimes that i have heard are so so dark now yeah, i'm not I don't know getting the
1: into
0: yeah so i don't know what is true of that um i like we can touch on that in another one i don't want to misspeak because i don't know but if the crimes that i'm thinking about in my head are true then mm-hmm. i would say probably he is either a sociopath or a narcissist but again i can't make that i can't make that call i mean i can say what i he has tendencies for sure. Um, And I think, I don't know, it's, it's, it's difficult. Right. And I think that that was what Lala was saying last night about the word bully being thrown around. But I do think bully is a little more straightforward than narcissism or like an actual DSM diagnosis. I think Mm -hmm. that bullying is, is bullying. Like we can see when, as you said, all these people are piling onto one person, it's wrong. I mean, regardless of what they've done, that's never okay. And I, I stand by what I say there for sure. Um, but to speak to I, your I, other, yeah.
1: No, I was going to say, I, I think I might've lost my train of thought, but I think even, even her. Okay. So she's like saying that Tom is a narcissist because of blah, blah, blah. But like, uh-huh. if they really dissect, you know, how can she call him a narcissist when she doesn't, I don't know. Like I, I think I do agree with the Tom things. I know I've always said in our other episodes, no, he's definitely a narcissist. I think you're right, narcissistic tendencies. But if that's the case, then they all are.
0: A hundred percent, but we all have different things like that too. Yeah. And it's very, totally. very, but it's very common in a lot of like people that are very driven and successful too. Like they probably wouldn't be on those shows if they weren't super into themselves and, and very, you know what I mean? Like, I think that that's a very common quality, just like, I think, um, oftentimes, having mental illness is often a a very common quality in a lot of artists right because they have these creative sides to them they have these moments where they are totally untouchable and in these moments of brilliance that sometimes other people can't get to um Mm. and they have these interesting qualities about themselves that make them very charismatic and um But what I wanted to say, one thing I wanted to say that you had mentioned was, is it possible to have two midlife crisis or two like different types of crisis? Absolutely. I think it is. I think that you can be, I think when you look at the first relationship that he had with Kristen, I think it was a very toxic relationship. Like there was a lot of um, fighting all the time. He had mentioned that. And I think that They weren't also happy for a long
1: time. Now with Ariana. And she says that too. She says that too. So it's not just his version. Because she says the same thing. Right. She says that they should have broken up. Four years
0: before they did. Right. Right. And I think with Ariana. So Ariana and him. I think they had different issues. That led to the same kind of feelings. So with them. They had that loss of intimacy. Whether it's true or not. I don't know. Because Ariana had kind of disputed that in the reunion. But. I also think like they were older and in a different stage of their life. And we've heard him say this numerous times is that he wanted to feel alive again. He felt like he there he made one comment like, oh, there was this young person that was like into him and he felt like he was worth something again. And I don't know. People can say, Oh, that's just such a cop out, whatever. Yeah, but wait. But I I believe what he's saying. Well, we're in our forties almost. Oh, I'm 39 and I will be turning 40, and I'm not gonna lie. Um yeah I'm starting to think about different things differently and most people And this is the time typically that you kind of go through that existential crisis because things are changing in your life. Like people Mm -hmm. that you once were close with, like parents, for example, Mm -hmm. um, knock on wood, but people start, you start to lose people. Things start Mm -hmm. to change. It's a huge period of adjustment in most people's lives. And so if you look at it from that perspective, suddenly you're at this point where you're like, okay, well, all these things are changing. I'm starting to move into this different period. Am I happy and satisfied with the things that I have around me right now? And some people find that they go through this crisis where it's like, no, I'm not. Or yes, mm-hmm. I am. Right? Like you're kind of back and forth with that oscillating between those two feelings. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's that uncommon. I think he had two different kinds of crisis. Um But I think they were legitimate crisis. But did he say the same things? And did he kind of wuss out on breaking up with them? Yeah, 100%. One thing, the last thing I want to mention about Ariana is I like Ariana. Ariana has always been one of my favorites um, as part of the cast. Because I loved how I also found she stood up for people. I found that she never went with the crowd. um, And she always did what I felt was right. Now, when I say that I didn't love how she acted last night, I want to clarify that, too, because I think I have to be very careful in what I say. Um, She is, you know, feeling a certain way, which she is totally entitled to feel. But again, I think it's because we've heard it for so long now. Like, we're going on three months now, but this was filmed so long ago, right? So the feelings were still raw and still... There was so much emotion there. But for us watching it now, we're like, geez, like he is down. How can you kick this guy when he's down? But they didn't know of all the things we know of now. They didn't know probably that it was going to carry on the way it had. We just know now that it's been three months of this and we are feeling
1: like the pendulum
0: is starting to swing a little bit.
1: She was on Watch What Happens Live and I'm pretty sure she was asked. And that was last week. And I think she she doesn't think that it was too much in the public. Like, I don't think she thinks, no. And you don't have to, I mean, I'm not trying to be bossy. You don't have to be careful with what you say if you don't like something that is doing. I only wanted to clarify today because of the topic. It was such a sensitive topic when it came to Lala.
0: But I don't feel like there's any right way to, to, um, to kind of carry on after something like this. So that's what I want to be really careful of is that, I don't think there's a handbook on what you should be saying or feeling. And that's what I mean by Ariana. Like, I don't love how she's kind of carrying on, but I also don't know what it's like to be in her position right now. Um, Like, I mean, we've all had similar different experiences, but I don't know exactly what it's like to be Ariana.
1: Well, also, so I heard on Kristen, I listened to a little bit of Kristen's podcast um, mm-hmm. just before we, you know, we came on here. um, And so far, what I've heard is that she she had someone on the show who was with Ariana the day of the reunion. I think she was doing makeup or her hair or something like that. Side note, they also said that they didn't let anyone have their phones. Uh, Not even like the executive producer was allowed to have the phone in the reunion. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and so they were being very strict to make sure nothing was leaked um but so ariana apparently had said that i guess because they they were in the same house that night she overheard tom on the phone with raquel oh yeah that's what you were saying yeah her, coaching her so i heard that part and i was like wait what <laughs> co- uh co- coaching her on what to say and you know I, I mean we don't know if that's true or not um but that's what so i'm gonna keep listening and i'll report back the next time we talk about this but um, I think that maybe some of her, the way she acted was, I mean, I don't think I really had a problem with how Ariana acted. I have to watch it again because now I'm forgetting everything. I was mostly upset at Ari, um, at Lala and James. Those were the two I was the most upset about. Well, she uh, Ariana- calling them
0: rats and stuff like that. And like on
1: the reunion, she called them rats. See, yeah, I missed that. She
0: was talking, I think she had written it in uh, a text to Raquel, and then I think she had brought it up again, and I don't know, I just, I found that, like, I don't know, what I took from that is I would not want to piss her off.
1: I mean, again, emotions... (laughs) <laughs> Calling them rats is probably the nicest thing she could have said. For I, I really don't that. want to take away from why she's mad. I think totally. if my friend was sleeping with my guy, even if we weren't happy and she was pretending to be my friend, I'd call her a lot worse than a rat. Yeah. Uh, but, but, but I, so I'm honestly in, like with Ariana, I don't feel either way. Like I don't, I'll never, we don't know what it's like to be, I've never had this exact situation happen to me. Um, because when my, I did, I did have my first boyfriend, my friend ended up dating him immediately after me and I still loved him and wanted to still date him and I won't get into it and bore everyone. Um, but so that happened to me, but I was 18 years old and, and, you know, even though at the time I thought it was the end of the world, I, I look back now and laugh at it. Why did I even cry over this person or the friend, the quote friend, she actually was not a friend. So they actually, she actually did me a favor by me you know, realizing she was never my friend, um, probably to any woman. Um, but, you know, now I lost my train of thought because I started thinking about my 18-year-old self being so mad. Um, <laughs> no, I I don't want to judge her to... Uh, I, I actually... Ariana didn't bother me at, at all except for if she's lying about anything. So the way she acted physically, like verbally, whatever, that's... I just wonder if there's something that we... Don't know about that she knows about, and that pisses me off. And maybe that that's
0: may, that could be the feeling that I have. Like, I guess I just I don't trust that they were happy. And again, this is none of my. I I feel weird sometimes to be talking about so many intimate details of their relationship. But I guess maybe in my mind, I do believe Tom in that respect that they were not I happy do
1: too. for I a do long too. time. And well, I don't know yeah Mm -hmm. lisa said on the finale episode that's right she said i have known from both ariana and tom separately that they were not happy for a while and then here comes this beauty queen so ariana had told people that they were not happy uh i think the problem i have with this is is and we don't know because she might be telling the truth if they actually were intimate and he was lying about that it does change my opinion slightly towards the empathy I have for him just a little bit Uh um but I thought all this time that she wasn't being truthful about how unhappy they were and I felt that wasn't fair and now he's the bad guy because he actually cheated I'm very curious if the theory that you told me about is true I if if I if that's true I don't think they were actually sleeping together and all that um Raquel and Tom Sandoval I have a feeling that it was an emotional thing and maybe he could like he just said you know you'll always have us as friends like you can break up with him and that's why she broke up with James I don't think what happened with Tom happened that far back but if okay if it did why would that change them being able to film together? Because even Ariana said, well, if that is what it is, what does it matter? They were cheating. What does it matter when they started? So it can't well, be
0: that. And therein gets to my next uh, theory that it is actually Ken who is leaving Lisa for Raquel. I'm just kidding.
1: Oh, I <laughs> no. That was not- I'm totally that. kidding. Was like a 50-year age difference. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's like 80.
0: He is. I'm, I'm, I'm so kidding on that one. But... Um, yeah, I think, I think I feel, I feel strongly on a subconscious level that I'm not even maybe aware of that they were over a long time ago. And so when I see Rick, uh, Ariana acting the way she is and so mad, I kind of feel like, and again, I don't want to say this out loud because it's going to sound terrible, but I see there being a little bit of opportunity here in this moment. And
1: you mean they're being opportunists? taking advantage of it it's okay Mm -hmm. say it there's nothing. yeah
0: I kind of feel that way I kind of feel like everybody is jumping on this more than and and you Mm -hmm. have mentioned before that if they did not have the affair and the relationship would have just ended nobody would have felt this way and so because it was probably done to begin with it's just that the affair happened that now everybody is kind of capitalizing on this. And I think that's how I feel. And that is why so many of these reactions are driving me crazy because I don't feel that they were happy for a long time. Now it doesn't make any of it right. And I feel almost sacrilegious for saying all of these things, but I just, I I feel like it's overkill because it was not a good relationship to begin with. I don't think I'm it was not- in a healthy place.
1: No. And like Lisa said, and like we've said, it happens all the time. People who are, they're not married. I know they're almost like common law marriage, whatever. Um, If they were living together like roommates for all these years, like what I feel like it kind of makes sense because literally this happens all the time. People are cheating. It's not okay. I'm not saying it's okay. I pray this never happens to me. If I get married, you know, I would never do this to someone this is what I'm saying. Who knows? Maybe I could have someone come and, you know, and and turn me into a Raquel. I don't know. I don't think so. But like this happens all the time, all the time people cheat and it's sometimes they cheat with friends and it's not okay. But like, they just they didn't commit a crime and it's okay if they all don't want to be friends with them anymore. I get that part. But I don't think that they should be treated like they're actual legit criminals when they're not. And they're not, oh, we're going to make a documentary now about uh how Tom is like Randall and and Raquel and how no because there would be nothing to talk about because they didn't do anything that would make it this you know the way Lala it sound last night
0: well you're absolutely right and 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 that's where I think that everybody saw this opportunity because they knew that their show was on the brink of being shelved indefinitely and I don't think there were very good storylines leading up into this. I don't even think the Tom Schwartz and Raquel storyline was that good. And I think that, you know what, they saw this opportunity and they all jumped on it. And that's maybe where I have a problem because I just, I can't get behind that and what they've kind of done, all of them, um, to these people. And again, I don't know if it's true if Raquel is in the state that she is in that people have described. But I can't imagine, as I said before, if you cared about someone at one point in your life and they were someone who was close to you and you saw that they were going through this, literally Mm -hmm. the whole world has turned on them, Mm -hmm. that that to me speaks volumes of somebody's character. Mm -hmm. If they are playing this, oh my God, we had a perfect relationship and you ruined everything and I'm going to make these team Ariana merchandise things and all of this stuff. Like it just, it's overkill to me. It is a lot of, I feel like, capitalizing on this opportunity. And I hope I'm, well, I don't even know if I hope I'm wrong. I just, it's how I feel. And I, I don't, uh, I don't know. There's something that's not sitting right with me. So maybe we will find that out during the third installment of the reunion. Um, but we'll have to wait and see. I'm going to so- go back and watch it again.
1: Yeah, the se- we still have the second and third. Yeah. And and the um I will try my hardest tonight to watch, um, the extended version on Peacock.
0: Yeah, let that, me know what you've seen. It,
1: it would help me because I think I missed certain scenes last night. Even like I I only watched it once. Um and, and then I also will try to watch the Randall scandal in full. Send me the but juicy yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I will, I will. So the next time we talk whenever we podcast again hopefully I'll have more info and I'm going to finish listening to Kristen's podcast Kristen always gives very very good input maybe I'll share some of it I don't know um maybe just with you I don't know but um yeah so I'm just I'm glad we have this conversation I think it was an important conversation
0: I do too and I think you you said a lot of really important good points and thank you yeah I think it was good to clarify where you stood on it because I think it's important that you know our empathy, if we're going to say too, that we, we stand for all people and and things that are kind of wrong. We have to have compassion for everybody really in this situation. And yeah. I think that's important too. And I think you highlighted, you know, the struggle that even despite the fact that we are not huge Lala fans, either of us, I don't think um, we can appreciate the struggle that she's
1: having right now. Yeah. It's definitely a trauma response. Yeah for sure.
0: But okay. wait, really yeah. quickly,
1: one last thing, five seconds, and you can sign off. I know you have to. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Lala was like this before she dated Randall. <laughs> had to throw that out there. So I so even though the trauma response, I can give her credit for that. This side of her that is so mean. She always had that. That's that she, yeah, since yeah. the beginning. So yeah, anyway.
0: It's true. We could almost do a whole show just on that. Um, yeah. <laughs> anyways, it was good to see you tonight. It was nice to connect and talk about these things because as you said, um, they are important. They're good things to talk mm-hmm. about. And I think we have to be, we have to be fair to everybody in this. Um, so I think we will try to, if we can don't yawn, cause that's going to make me on, um, mm-hmm. we will try to connect tomorrow to see if we can put something together. Um, But have a good night, everybody. This is a Connecticut New Jersey girl signing off. Um, Sheila and Maria, we will see you next time. Okay. Thank
1: you. Bye. Bye.